Triple M's. Oh! It's gone sideways! My word! That has gone sideways! Oh. <laughs> Cricket Fan Podcast. Bloody For Energy Australia, simple, more affordable energy. Energy Australia, light the way. With our tails between our legs, it's the Triple M Cricket Fan Podcast for Energy Australia, wrapping up a very, very disappointing MCG Boxing Day test. Uh, my name's Rudy Etzel. I'm joined by Tommy Beers. How are you, mate? Oh, was there cricket on the last couple of days? I'm not sure if uh, I'm, I'm across <laughs> that or not. But uh, yes, no, it was a very interesting couple of days. Uh, it's good to be back, boys. Thanks for joining me on your time off. Yeah, that's all right. And uh, George Porter, who I think you've come back across the Nullarbor now and you're in South Australia. Is that correct, Ports? I am slowly working my way back to Melbourne, but doing it slowly. Um, and I was <laughs> on the plane and I got off the plane and it was just absolutely dire. So uh, yeah. let's get into it, shall we? Yes, let's get into it. Um, the the big ticket item is uh, India's huge win, really. Probably their best ever in Australia uh, would be one of their best in their history, I reckon. That has to um, be. Busy. We gave yeah. them absolutely none in the in the last podcast, which we famously <laughs> went the early crow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, without as we pointed out, there was no Shami, there was no um, Coley, which is two Coley. of their most important players, both being out. Um, they'd just been rolled for thirty six and been com- comprehensively uh, skittled. So uh, we gave them absolutely none and they've bounced back in a massive way um, and, and really sh- showed us up, haven't they? I was, Big time. All I could think of, if I, Rudy, you might remember this, Beersy, you might be too young, but India won in Adelaide in 04, I think. Um, and that was, a, that was a great win for them, I believe. So, but this one, without Coley and Shami, and then they bring in, we predicted the changes that they pretty much made uh, and... We barely knew who Mohamed Siraj was, and he looked awesome. So he he, he was every really part. Well. Most he bowled really well. So, um, and when I was just thinking about it before we came on, I was just like, for the most part of the Adelaide Test last week, India were on top, and then I think maybe we. I'll, I'll put my hand up, and a lot of a lot of the public, and maybe even the Aussie Test team, might have just got a little, maybe a little bit ahead of themselves. Maybe it was a false victory because India outplayed us for the best part of those three days, apart from the hour that we bowled them out for 36. So yeah. maybe that was, maybe that was just a little bit of wallpaper over the cracks because our batting's a bit of an issue. And our rundown says that Beersy, you and me have got egg on our face because we were ready to record the series victory, the victory podcast <laughs> last week. Um, uh, we've well and truly we'll jumped the gun we'll, there. Yeah, we have. So not for the first time on this the, podcast. Sorry. Podcast, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all the uh, Indian fans who we've probably lost in the last week, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, not ideal. Well, let's talk about um, let's talk about India's ins. So they they did some big big made some big changes. Obviously, a couple were enforced. Kohli went home, and. Um, yeah, Mohammed Shami broke his arm, but they also took out uh, with Jeremy Saha and um, the the Prithvi Shaw uh, at the top, and they brought in Shubman Gill, who looks a serious talent. I think he averages about Jeez, seventy he can play, at first. Can he? he averages about seventy at first class level, and yeah, the test test like debuting on Boxing Day um, at the MCG didn't phase him. Uh, Forty five and thirty five not out. Rishabh Pant came in and um, really steadied the ship with Rahane. 
uh, on day two. Ravindra Shadeja was came in and he was uh, he Jadeja'd it everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fifty seven with a stick, uh, a couple of catches, uh, one for fifteen and two for twenty eight. And Mohammed Siraj, probably the most impressive to me, three for thirty seven and two for forty. Um, they just uh, they lost nothing really. Uh, unbelievable, almost unbelievably, lost nothing with Mohammed Shami going out. He came in and he was just on the money from from pretty much ball one. And uh, even when Umesh Yadav went down with a calf injury in the second innings, that didn't really make a dint on their bowling lineup. Still, Siraj and, and Boomer in particular, just and obviously Ravi Ashwin's all over Australia the whole that's, time. That's what impressed me the most. That when Yadav went down in the second dig, I thought, oh, okay, he's going to have to bowl a lot of overs. Um, the pitch is wearing a little bit. Things might not be going his way as much, but he just bowled an absolute treat. And he he, he was he had our world class batsman on the back foot. Like um, just didn't give us. A, you know, you, you look at a bowling lineup and you go, who's the guy who we can get a hold of? Or like when does the pressure release? Especially, particularly the youngest player or the guy having their first series in Australia. And um, Look, on paper, it was probably him, but he, he just he was the opposite of that, and it, we, he just didn't give us anything. Yeah, that's right. And they just... Oh, God. I, I, I feel like we need to talk about all of their bowlers, really. Um, but Ravi Ashwin was the man for me yeah. in this test. He just... Uh, he he doesn't, have a, doesn't historically have a great record in Australia, but in both uh, matches so far, he's just been... Unstoppable. He seems to have found um, the angle and the bounce uh, that just troubles every Australian batsman. He has um, he has it all over uh, Manus Labuschagne. and he has it all over Steve Smith and the, the left-handers as well. It's just he, he's just um, he's another he's a he's a different bowler this time around than who he has been how he's looked in Australia in the past. Hundred percent. It's, it's weird yeah. because we've never really fallen for no, no no spinner has really ever come to Australia with all that much success who might have had success elsewhere in the world. Um, and it's, this is kind of the first series where the ball in, sorry, the first series in Australia for a long time that the ball has dominated because we've had, what was it today? Today was day four of the test and it was over a three day test in Adelaide. We're not getting these huge runs that we're used to seeing in Australia. And it's the first time ever that our batsmen at home, we haven't even come. Has anyone made a fifty? Tim Payne made a fifty, and Joe Burns yeah. somehow. Yeah. So we're, this we're is, yeah. This is our first is, test in thirty-two years where no batsman has uh, crossed fifty. That's a Australia. remarkable stat. Really, isn't it? it's an incredible stat. And um, Manus flirted with it. Another one of those sort of chancy innings in, in the first dig. We made forty-eight yeah. and, and got out. And then Cam Green looked imperious for his even forty-five. Waiting. And then yeah. Wade as well. Uh, Cam Green looked imperious for his 45 before slapping one in the mid-wicket. Um, but, it's yeah, it looks a, an anemic batting lineup at the moment. Um, and, I, I, I mean, I wanted to get to this, guys, to, to what we, we need to do. But first, um, I think we should discuss Steve Smith. This is the most off I've seen him look since he started his magical run. He's human um, after all. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that he uh, he made the, the two... One day centuries off sixty odd balls each, yeah, that's right. um, and then he just seems to have malfunctioned since then. He got bowled around his legs yesterday. Yeah, that was um, weird. Which, is, which was it weird, but weird, he's just then he started running as if he hit it, and well, he didn't realize it had hit the bales. It's one of those like it, it neither did the bales. Yeah, yeah, he was appealing for LBW, which it probably would have been, but he was appealing in such a way 
uh, sorry, he was, um, it, it hit the stumps in such a way, I should say, that it wouldn't have, it would have been an umpire's call if it were a DRS review. Yeah. You know, like it barely touched him. Mm. Um, but he's just finding ways to get out. Just based on that ball, you can make the argument that umpire's call can be boned completely from DRS, but I'll leave that. That's another point. Sorry, yeah, there's man. a whole yes. podcast in that in itself. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get Warney yeah. on for that. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say, you, you and Warney just agree on each other. Um, <laughs> I, think, yeah, I just think that um, he's just finding ways to get out as well. He keeps getting caught in that uh, sort of leg side trap, which we've seen a few times now. Um, Neil Wagner sort of debuted that tactic against him. Um it, <sighs> We can't be too concerned about him yet, can we? This is just a thin run of form. He still averages 60 at test level. We'll give him another test, I guess. No, nah, he, he's got the yeah. runs on the board. When you average 60, mid-60s at test, in test cricket, he was just named the test player of the decade overnight. So he's, um, he's more than earned his chance to kind of um, make it work at the top level. He knows his game inside out. It's got a turn for him. Um, I'd be a bit concerned if we got through another test and he hasn't passed double figures. That's when you start going, right, something's up here. But, um, yeah, two tests, you know, he's so crucial to us. And I think that's why everyone's so used to him making runs when he's had one lean run in the last bloody five, ten years, however long he's been in the team, that everyone goes, oh, what the hell's going on? So, yeah, we'll give him his chance to bounce back. He's world-class. Yes, I should. I should think so. I should think so. Uh, moving on, in regards to our batting issues, what what changes are there to be made, fellas? Like we put this out to the um, to the Triple M cricket family, and I think it's fair to say that uh, the 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 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram comments were all pretty u- uniform on uh, Joe Burns' career sort of uh, finishing at this stage. I, yeah, it seems pretty unanimous that uh, he shouldn't be playing the next test. Yeah, the jungle um, drums are beating for Joe. Yeah, it's, they have It's not they necessarily have... like he, he made that second innings 50, which make his numbers look okay for the series. And we were hoping that he'd make it, you know, that might get him back up and going again. But the way that he batted in this test, it's not necessarily like he got a duck and I think four. But my Lord, he looked like he could have gone out eight times in the 20 balls he faced in the test match. It was just so, like, he was scattered. You could just tell, like, his technique was all over the joint. He's running between the wickets. He nearly ran himself out, like, three times in that second innings. He's, he just looks like a guy who's shot for confidence right now. I think it's unfair to keep picking him almost at this point. I think yeah. the, the 50 that he made in Adelaide, you can... It was just a gimme. It was a free 50 where we were chasing 90 and... He can go out and bat carefree, knowing that we're going to win that test match. But when push comes to shove and we're down by 100, what was our deficit in the first gig? 160? 150? Yeah. yeah. 160. And you go, out, yeah. you go out and you're behind. And that's when you really need your openers to dig in and make big scores. It's 130 we were behind. Sorry. 130, yeah. sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he's just lost at sea. So yeah. there's no way you can pick him again. Um, there's like Matthew Wade was okay and he's taking up a lot of balls and he's fighting and he's being gritty. Like at least he's making thirties and forties. He's digging in. Yeah. He's, he's digging in like by no means is he doing a brilliant job, but he's doing a better job than just being serviceable. So, yeah. Yeah. I think getting, on balance, you can, you can get away with a Matthew Wade style innings. Like, and he's absolutely doing everything they've asked for him for an, 
a guy who doesn't yeah. naturally open. But you need a David Warner type at the other end to keep the scoreboard ticking, which we haven't had, you know. It's just you can make 40 off 120 balls at one end if there's a guy kind of striking at 70 or 80, keeping it moving at the other end. But that hasn't been the case. And we've just been bogged down and bogged down all the way through just because Joe's just been making scratchy starts and then all of a sudden we're so, one for 10 and so we're already on the, the back fact foot. That, the fact that Joe Burns, because he's normal, because he's out before Matthew Wade's really got a chance to get going, Wade, mm. who would normally be the David Warner of the crew, then has to shut up shop because we're already one down for nothing. Yeah. So he doesn't get to play his natural game, I guess. Um, yeah. Like Joe Burns is unselectable. It's ten about 10 days out probably to the next test. Yeah. It, you, you forget how important, and he's not well-liked, but how important David Warner truly is to this team. Because he can immediately... Remember when he, he made a century against Pakistan in a session. He can put the team on a back foot yeah. in an instant. He's um, different gravy in Australia, David Warner. Yeah, he is, Where he's, he? like He so, had a terrible ashes and you know the controversies that have gone against him in the past are well, well noted, but... When he bats in Australia, we haven't really seen anything like him ever, really. Like, we've had some no. star batsmen, but the way that he can take a game away from an opposition in a session, like Matthew Hayden, maybe, Gilly, maybe. Warner is just, like, consistently that guy at the top of the order for Australia for the last yeah. decade. So you can't, you can't knock his impact on this team. So like, yeah, I think absolutely. Joe Burns is completely unselectable. You cannot possibly... You can't. I mean, I know that India have lost a, a wicket in their first over in almost all four innings, I'd say. Mm. Um, they're equally as, you know, they're going in at one for 10 almost all the time as well. Mm. But provided that David Warner's fit, if he's fit, he's obviously straight in and Joe Burns is out. Yeah. If he's not fit, you've got to bring in Marcus Harris. I know it's going to be unfair for him because he's probably plugging a hole for a test or two while we wait for David Warner. Yeah. But for the, for the fact that, you got to make Marcus a change. Harris. You get, you can't, yeah. It's like just, what's the saying? Le- leading lambs to slaughter. Is that what it is with Joe Burns? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit. It, it, I, felt, I felt for him because it was, he was in such terrible nick that, that was always likely to go this way. When you're in terrible nick and you've got to come up against Jasper Boomer, you know, it's just, it's just not fair, yeah. really, yeah. Um, at the end of the day. Um, the other name that has come up quite a bit, boys, is Travis Head. Now, uh, it's an interesting one with Travis Head. Today is his 27th birthday, so he's still young in terms of a test batsman. He averages 40, but in a sense, it's the truest 40 you could possibly average because it just seems to lose concentration around that 38 to 40 mark every time he bats. Um, he's notorious he's for getting a, starts. Yeah, Beersy, I know you've, you've, you've done some stats that you were pretty keen to bring up on, Trav. Yeah, I, ran, I just ran some Hello. numbers. Just, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yes, strap yourselves in. But uh, he, So he's had 31 test innings now, of which 17 of those he's made between 10 and 50. So he's gotten a start in 17 out of his, in his career, which is a fairly high percentage for a start, but he's only made two hundreds. So that's a little bit concerning that he doesn't quite have the temperament to go on with it once he gets in. But... For me, it's not like, like you said, he's 27 and averages 40. On the surface, you go, that's a great record and that's a player we should be investing in. But you look at the circumstances of how he went out and, and the opportunity that he had. So he was batting with Manus Labashan. I think they might have put on 80-odd in the first innings, but we were three for 120. Um, partnership. And yeah, he was on 38. Labashan was on 40-odd. 40, 40 
Um, then, then he gets out, which they look to be cruising. You know, if they bat for another hour, they can be, you know, we can be three for 200 and really set up the test match. All of a sudden, he gets out, Marnus gets out, we're all out for 195. So we've gone from three for 125, all out 195. It's just, you being a number five, that's your role to kind of make sure you grind out runs in that middle order, especially on day one of a test. And then the second innings, him and Matthew Wade were batting together. He's on, got himself to 15 or 17 or whatever he was. Yadav's already off. Um, we've got, we're chasing a, a big deficit. Wade gets a, an LB, you know, he batted well. Wade did his job. And then an over later, he just sneaks off to Siraj, doesn't move his feet, just absolutely brainless cricket, really. And we go from yes. three, three for 98, where we're already behind by 130 or 140, whatever it was, and to being five for 98. And now the test match is completely shot to pieces. So I think yeah. it's like you can, you, can, you can gloss over the numbers as they are, but you can look at like the match situation of what we need from him and what he's producing is not quite there. And you've got you to question that because it would be frustrating the team. It's probably frustrating him, but... At what point do you just go, we need to kind of reshuffle the decks and make it maybe send him a lesson and be like, you know what, if you're gonna keep doing this, we're gonna we're gonna drop you for a couple of games and we'll, like his career is no by no means done, but maybe it's the wake up call he needs to go. If you're gonna be a test cricketer or if you're gonna be a potential leader of this team in a couple of years, you like we're not accepting this mediocrity. Yeah. It was not uncommon back in the day uh for Aussie batsmen to get dropped for those kind of uh, uh, indiscretions. I remember the Damian Martin famously yeah. um, being dropped for a loose shot. Matthew Hayden and Justin Langer also served time for similar similar sort of ways. So, uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree with with you guys. I don't. Head is just he just he's a team. He just gets out. He gets out uh, in terrible ways in terrible circumstances. Yeah, is is the biggest thing when you need some rigidity. From your number five, as you said, especially yeah. with uh, Cam Green at six, who's essentially a project player, uh, it's it's hard. He he needs to be able to to, to shepherd a little bit more. Um, uh, I, for what it's worth, I don't think they will drop him. My personal um, first test, ele- like next test eleven, would be uh, to have Warner and Pukowski come in. Both of them are pretty sure likely to be fit, and then have have those two. Is Pukowski open. fit? What have we heard from Pukowski? Because he's, he's kind available of, apparently. The- He's available, apparently. Yeah, so they're saying today's available. There's uh, footage of him uh, training um, at a jun- Junction Oval, I think it was. Uh, and so I'd have those two, and then Labuschagne and Smith. I'd drop Wade to five and uh, leave head out of the head out of the team, and then have the, the team the same. From so what you're saying is 11. you would have you would drop Travis Head, but you don't think he will be dropped. Yeah, I would personally drop Travis Head. I think yeah. the most likely thing to happen is that. Warner is the only change for Bur- for Burns, and that okay. Wade stays as an opening batsman. Well, if we um, get if we get two openers back, which is the dream, then you've got Matthew Wade is in better form and hitting him better and doing his job better than Travis Head is. It'll be so interesting. I, I, don't I agree. I agree, but I don't think they'll make the change, George. Just what I'm saying. I don't think they will like to open with two left-handers. I just think they they Australia are so like set in their ways of having left right at the top that I just, I think it's, they're going to try and find a way to keep that combination just so the bowlers can't settle in with the new ball and just bowl outside off stump top of off doing this. It just throws their plans and their consistency a little bit. You get a couple more freebies. Um, 
I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But yeah, I think you're right, Rudes. I think that's probably the 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 eleven the sorry the the top six that I'd go with as well. Yeah, I just I yeah I just can't see them dropping Travis Head. He, I, I just I yeah I just can't see it happening. No. Uh, really. So yeah, the other thing is, um, let's it's not all uh, doom and gloom for the Aussies. The other thing is that despite the batting um, fragilities, despite they haven't yet they've made two hundred is their highest score so far in the in the completed innings. The Aussies were really not that far away in this test. The main thing that changed the the game really was um, the drop catches on on yeah, day two. They just dropped they, every single chance pretty much that they made. Not every single chance, but a lot of chances went to just just went to ground. Mm. Um, Rahane, who we'll, we'll talk about shortly, Rahane made he was could have been out on fifty seven if they'd had a, a proper first slip in. Um, he was dropped again in the 70s by Steve Smith. He was dropped again after he'd passed 100 by Travis Head in the last ball of day two. Yeah, that was frustrating, that one. Yeah. There were other drops as well. Cam Green um, Cam Green got to one Tough that one. popped out yeah. of his hands. I think that might have been Pajara. I could be wrong there. Yeah, I um, But there was – it's just lots of chances went to ground. And then all of a sudden – you know, you even take off if the first chance goes to hand um, at slip when Rahane's on 57, he goes on to make 100 and, 112. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, that's that's 50 fewer runs that India makes and the, the, the game changes significantly. Particularly um, when you know how fragile their tail is. Once you get into Yadav, um, Bumrah and Siraj in this case, like if you can crack that middle order and just get, like we saw when we bowled them out for 36, like you can just get through that that middle order, crack into the tail, and it's all over. It's almost like once it, that once you get through kind of Ashwin, there's just no resistance yeah. whatsoever. Cool. So when you drop a guy and stop that momentum, they keep that momentum. It's a, It can be quite That's frustrating, right. but it's it's quite think, important. Yeah. It just goes to prove how frequently our bowlers can create chances mm. for our team. Yeah. yeah, and they did bowl brilliantly. So I was there on day two, and... Their the first session they looked like taking a wicket in every single over, really. Um, yeah. the, the Aussie bowlers and even Cam Green was, you know, coming on at its third change and creating opportunities. Um, it was just that yeah they just didn't didn't take the up didn't take chances, and then they also sort of got into a holding pattern just ahead of the second new ball, mm-hmm. and sort of like almost gave up trying things. And then when the second new ball came. Uh, Smith put down that chance, and they all sort of dropped their heads a bit, and then they were spraying the ball around, um, and that, that was that was it really. Uh, but yeah, we should talk about Ajinkya Rahane because what a captain's performance! <laughs> what a captain's performance by a man who, you know, uh, Virat Kohli looms large over this team. He goes home, they're one nil down, and just being rolled out for thirty six. Uh, he captained brilliantly. He batted brilliantly. Um, and just the fact that he was able to turn this team around from their lowest point, one of their lowest ever points, uh, and turn it into such a dominant display, it just speaks volume of, of him as a, as a human being, really, as a, as a cricketer, as a person. Just what a, like, what a performance. Yeah, Amazing. it's massive. It's absolutely massive. And we lauded Tim Payne for it last week with his gutsy, what do you get, 75 or something, 75. to kind of drag us to that that point where we were able to win a match. But... This is on a complete new level altogether. Just so many variables that were going against them for a standing captain to try and rally 
a group. And I'm sure there's the impact of the coaching staff behind the scenes and that we won't hear about, but he was the face of it. And at the end of the day, you've got to go out into the middle and perform. And, you know, the making a hundred and setting up a game, like setting up, he set up that game. You can't take that away from him. They, they bowled okay, but, you know, if he had gotten out, like we were saying before, and then they're all out for 150, then the game's wide open again. So, he, yeah, it's just leadership. It's, it, it was a courageous batting effort. And he, he, just got, he did the hard work early and he cashed in late. And, yeah, hats off to him. He was incredible. Nice to see an Indian captain as well who's able to keep a lid on it when they're out in the field. Rather than the carry-on you can get from Virat sometimes. I kind of like Virat's carry on, uh, to be honest. Like, I like that there's a bit of a, a, um, like an antagonist out there. Like, it adds a theatre to the game. Yeah. 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 I, I, and I, I also like, like, I like, I like Rishab as well. Pant, he's good value out there. He's funny. Yeah, just, I, you know, he's always up for a good time when he catches, when he takes the ball behind the stumps, kind of just lobbing it over his head or getting rid of the ball, however yeah. he wants. He's like, all right, ball done, whatever, next one. He adds <laughs> a bit. I think, I think it's a good addition to their team. Yeah, um, um, Rhythm and Saha, and he like he and he can score quick, Pant as well, which is something that while we're on Rudiman that, can Saha I just like the, he turned the momentum of the game just purely because he can score so easily. Like on paper, he only got thirty or something, but like we were real, we were all over him at that point, and he came out to the wicket and was just able to knock him around and get himself to twenty, thirty, forty, and then all of a sudden they're not trailing by that much and batting with. Um, Rahane, who was doing the job at the other end, like, and and he probably won't get the credit he deserves because um, Jadeja made runs after him and Rahane made them before him. But it was quite important that he didn't get out. And like we were saying, quick, if we get a couple of quick wickets through the middle order and then crack into the tail, then we're we're right on. But he kind of you know stop stop the flow um, and 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 made some important runs and in pretty good time to start as well. It was like 20 off 20 balls and just kind of halted our progress. Yes. Yeah. No, he was, uh, he was excellent. Like I said, big ticks to every player that they brought in uh, pretty much. Um, I think we're pretty much done here, lads. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So, so uh, actually, still... just before we go, where's the next, where are we tipping the next test going to be played? Well, that's what I was about to say. We're still not sure. We find out in a, an hour or two, I think, yeah. um, It'll be tonight, Fellas. I think. I think I just can't see how they can play it in New South Wales. Yeah, I, I think they'll play it in Melbourne. I just don't see how they can justify the, the move to Sydney. What do you reckon, George? Well, we've seen that the Cricket Australia have been a little bit more relaxed than what the AFL or NRL might have been because they – and it worked out for them, but they stuck fat with Adelaide. There was a bit more of a lead-in time from mm-hmm. – you know, the little cluster outbreak that Adelaide had to what they have now. I feel like the smart thing to do, if they really want to have it in Sydney, you've just got to, don't you just switch it around with uh, the Gabba, play the Gabba at New Year's test, and then if yeah. Sydney's not ready by the date after that, then have it back in Melbourne. I think it's too yeah, late I, for that. Yeah. I tend Is it to though? I mean, it's still um, 10 days I away. Think, I think, I feel like um, part of the, the, like one of the things that's really making negotiations difficult, or not difficult, but... Uh, some leverage that, that cricket New South that New South Wales has, Sydney has is that they took on the um, the Indians when they first came here and quarantined, mm. and I think that that actually counts for quite a bit for Cricket Australia. Um, so they're they're pretty keen. I'm pretty sure Cricket Australia really wanted to be in Sydney, 
Um, well, then, we'll, do you know what we'll, the issues are probably going to be? It's going to be the Queensland government to let them in. Yes, that that's is the biggest problem. Yeah. That's the biggest. That's the biggest problem. And um, yeah, well, so I, I think that's what it all rests on. Um, yeah, I kind of think it'll be in um, Melbourne. And yeah, selfishly, I kind of hope it is so I can go to another test. <laughs> That'd be yeah. great. Um, but yeah, we we'll might see. do a special um, edition pod from Bay Thirteen and the, the next yeah. <laughs> do it from Bay Thirteen about five thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, steaming hot, or, sitting in the sun all day. Or maybe we won't. We've got a sponsor now, Energy Australia. Yeah. So I don't think we should. I don't think we should trash their brand. <laughs> Got to like do that. the right thing by Energy yeah. Australia. That's right, yeah. boys. Uh, so yeah, again, that probably does it for us. Um, we've got uh, yeah the next test coming up. Uh, hopefully the Aussies bounce back, but it's uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, but yeah, once again, that's the Triple M Cricket Fan Podcast for uh, for the Tuesday, the 29th of December. I've been your host, Rudy Etzel. I've had Tommy Beers on the line with me. Thanks, boys. Been fun. Georgie Porter from South Oz. And we'll, we'll see you in the studio for the next one. I jumped the gun early, so it'll be nice to, nice to see you in real life. Nice yeah. to be all in the same room. That's right. So, yeah, we'll see you next time. For Energy Australia, simple, more affordable energy. Energy Australia, light the way.